Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. For a while now, we have been looking at the subject, It is Well, from 2 Kings chapter 4, about the Shunammite woman. We ask the question, what do we do in challenging situations like hers? The first thing we said we should do is to get up from what seeks to destroy us. The second is to wipe off the label. As many times, situations tend to want to label us, but just because we went through a challenge does not make us a challenge. The third and final point we have been looking at is move on. And we have said in our last broadcast that there are two areas we move on from. We move on from failure and secondly, we move on from success. Today, we are going to be exploring four keys when we are moving on. Four keys to help us move on effectively. And we'll look at two today. The first key is prepare prayerfully. One will wonder, do we not pray at the beginning before a challenge comes? I like to say it like this. Prayer is a thing that we ought to do and need to do all the time. It's not sometimes. Prayer is not a spare tire. Prayer is our life. Prayer to me is having a faithful, thoughtful, intentional, and meaningful conversation with God on the premise of his word. Because what one can do kneeling down, the world cannot achieve running. Some say, pray as if your life depends on it. And I say, pray because it is your life. Prayer is our life. It is our link with our source. It is the sweetest means of romance with our Father. Pray so that you always know the mind of God. We must pray so that the last thought of heaven will be made known to us as the first thought of earth. And that is what will help us step into greatness, step into possibilities, step into purpose. It is at prayer that we wine and we dine with the divine and our souls are revived. Prayer has always been so important and I reflect on Queen Esther. The Bible says when Esther rose to royalty in the kingdom of Persia, precisely in the city of Susa, there was a man named Herman who hated the Jewish people just because Esther's cousin, Mordecai, would not bow and pay homage to Herman. He planned to destroy the Jewish people. Mordecai sent a message to Esther to ask her to intervene for the Jewish people. Out of fear, Esther sent report back to Mordecai to say, you know that no one can approach the king if he does not ask for them to come. And Mordecai sent a message back to Esther to say, 
if you do not rise up to the occasion because perhaps you came into royalty for such a time as this a time when there is challenge a time when you needed to move from where you are to another level so that your name will also be recorded among the great you have the opportunity to use this difficulty to change your destiny to become a better person to be recorded among great men and great women the challenge is an opportunity to go to another level esther esther had the common sense to send a report back to his cousin who also doubled as her godfather because he took care of her when her parents died and left her an orphan she sent a message to tell Mordecai, gather the jewish people to fast and pray for me for three days. And I, Queen Esther, and my servants will also pray for same period. And that is in Esther chapter four from verse 15 to 16. Prepare prayerfully. Esther needed this prayer. It was based on this prayer that when you read the account, she was able to go to the palace to the inner courts of the palace to meet the king. You as well, God expects you to rise into royalty. God wants you to enter into certain inner courts of great men and great women. You must be among them. But right now, something is holding you back. You need to prepare with prayer. King Jehoshaphat, when he was confronted by three military mice, the Ammonites, the Meunites, and the Moabites, he knew he had little strength to fight these people. Therefore, he prepared for this battle, not preparing physical weapons, but rather he prepared through prayer. When the task we have is too big, when the challenge we are confronted with is too huge and too difficult, then we need to come to a place where we lean and depend on the strength of a mightier power. That is God. That is what is called prayer. Jehoshaphat knew he couldn't fight this battle. No matter what sophisticated weaponry he gathered around him, he wouldn't have succeeded. So he did the wisest thing. He prepared through prayer and when you read the account after prayer god intervened and did great things for jehoshaphat so also was jesus christ he started his ministry preceding it with prayer continued it in prayer even at the end of it he was still praying and today the bible records that jesus christ is still interceding for us we can do nothing without prayer when I talk about prayer, I'm not talking only about when the drum is beating in your church. When you have the noise going on, a group of people praying, there's nothing wrong when you have people to encourage you to pray in an atmosphere where so many people are gathered and they are praying and you are praying. But our life should be the center of prayer. Our whole being should be the secret place where we wine and we dine with the king. That is why I said prayer is a thoughtful, intentional conversation 
with God. It should be our life. That brings me to the second key if you are to move on and say it is well. The second key is to plan purposefully. I say plan purposefully with the assumption that you already know your purpose in life. You are not somebody who just happened. I trust that you know that already. That you are wonderfully and beautifully made. You didn't happen. You were born of love and God holds you in his love. So plan like one who has a purpose to arrive at. Thomas Edison once said, everything comes to him who puzzles while he waits. That to me means whilst you are going through your challenges and waiting and hoping for something good to happen to you and you have prayed and you continue to pray, it's your waiting period. Why don't you put hustle to it? That hustling is your planning, your setting goals. And I'm not going to talk to you about setting time-bound goals, achievable goals. I'm not going to talk to you about realistic goals, but I'm talking about purpose. What is it that you are here for? Plan towards that thing. Do you know in your heart that God created you and it is only in becoming a CEO of a certain organization that you can achieve your purpose of reaching out and helping so many people, orphans, sick people in the hospital, building hospitals, building some road. What is it that you are created for? If you are to be that CEO who from your income can help other people have their education, help some people with their health challenges, help some people to realize who they are and actualize who they are made to be. What are your plans towards becoming that CEO? That is what I'm talking about. I have known that I have a calling to be a pastor, to be a teacher. I have put so many plans in place to do this, but I have also known my territory of operation. And by the grace of God, I work towards being who God called me to be. In fact, there are many who have heard me say, I am going to preach this gospel and teach this word all over the nations of the world. And I know there are some who say that is over ambitious, but it's better I make plans to fulfill great things. After all, didn't Jesus say greater things would we do? He said so. And so I have had occasion where I will lay hands on dead people and pray for them. To your disappointment, none has risen yet. But because I know deep within what God has put there, that I am not just passing through. I am somebody who God will use for his greater glory. And I know the things he has put in me. I plan towards them. I go to the field. I preach to the poor. I lay hands on the sick. Some are healed and some are not healed. And of course, I did not make them sick. I lay hands on the dead and they have no reason and I did not kill them. But I continue praying and planning purposefully. My purpose 
is that this gospel must be preached with signs and wonders following it because the theme of my life is what Jesus spoke when he came on earth and he entered the temple. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. That is purpose. I take after that purpose. That the same spirit of the Lord is upon me. You have the spirit of God on you to actualize your purpose. Have plans that will take you there. What have you been made to be? You can become that thing. You can become that somebody. You can affect generations. You can move on from the thing holding you right now and become that great woman. I trust as you listen to this broadcast today that the Holy Spirit of the living God has spoken to you once again. He speaks to you every day. He speaks to us moment by moment. He has spoken something. There's a stirring in your spirit that you can be who God created you to be. That nothing should hold you down. What is your plan? Rise up today. For if we have long-range goals, it will keep us from being depressed and frustrated by short-term failings. My friend, rise up. But you cannot do it by your power. So I ask you today, if you have no relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, please do not hesitate. Do not postpone entering into love relationship with God right now. Please say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess I am a sinner. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior in Jesus' name. And now all of you have listened. I don't know what you are going through, but I want to pray with you. You may be sick right now. The doctor might have told you that that sickness is going to kill you in three weeks, in two months. I don't know what your situation is, but let me pray with you right now. Father, I lift up the listeners, the faceless listeners to me, but who you can see wherever they are all over the regions where they can hear me wherever they are i bring them before you holy spirit i ask right now that sicknesses will be healed cancer will be healed typhoid will be healed that eye problem will be healed in the name of jesus christ for you sent forth your word and it healed them receive your healing right now Comfort those who are in tears right now, the troubled heart. Let comfort come to them in the name of Jesus. Those who need direction, Holy Spirit, shine your light in their path and show them the way to go. We thank you, Lord, for hearing us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.